What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Beyond the Brink. I'm your host, JB, and I'm here with... Noah, Aton, and this is Beyond, Beyond the, the Brink. Brink. All right, in this episode, we're going to talk about the 2023 NBA All-Star Weekend, and we're going to start with... We're going to start off with the All-Star Celebrity Game on Friday. What do you all think about that? Man, I was I was very surprised on DK Metcalf's performance. I didn't know he could hoop like that. I mean... You know you you know how athletic he is. I saw that coming, but I didn't know he was like that. But he was dunking like crazy. And did y'all also see that uh, clip on Instagram oh, of yeah. him like jumping like? Oh yeah, like, and then fit, like and, and then six feet in the that's air. That's fake, bro. And, and then fake? the NFL gave him a drug test because they thought he was like he was going crazy, bro. Yeah. And then he comes out and does this. I mean, that just shows how how good of an athlete he is and how dominant he is. And well, they I, and they weren't no normal dunks. He did like. He cocked the ball back when he went up. I mean, these weren't no normal dunks. These were grown man dunks. My favorite part of the game was my boy Guillermo, though. He was popping off. Yeah, Guillermo. Yeah, he had a couple <laughs> of air balls, but I think, I think he held his ground. I think he had his ground. I mean, it was good to see my boy uh, Albert Pujols, Cardinals legend, just just recently retired. I mean, he he was out there trying his best, man. He was having a good time. It was just it was just great to see a lot of people we knew just wasn't twenty one out there having a good time. Oh yes, the rapper twenty one Savage was also in the game. I was a little disappointed. I didn't really know many of the athletes besides twenty one and DK and Gu- my boy Guillermo. But, Guillermo. I mean, besides that, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I didn't get to see much of it though. All right, next up, we have the Rising Stars games. And what, what do we think of that, JB? Man, I think. I think seeing Jose Alvarado lead his team to the championship, man, it was good for Jose Alvarado. It got him a lot of media attention, and it's good for his career as he's known as the guy who just comes right comes right up behind you and just steals the ball. But now he was, he's known for more than that. He could lead his team to a win, and I'm glad to see him succeed in hey, the, the right What, what about that four-point line, though? That four-point <laughs> line, man. I thought I think low-key one day that might have to be added to the no, to just, the NBA yeah. regular season. I games. feel like that's gonna mess up. I feel like game. that would be overpowered with guys like Dame, Curry, unlimited range. I mean, they would just be pulling no, up. Yeah, but but with nowadays with today's game, just people just players just casually pulling up from like thirty feet. I mean, something's gotta happen because eventually these players are just gonna start shooting for half court and just it's just gonna be for three points. Yeah, but like I don't know how I feel about four-point games because then people are just gonna start. Shooting for back there, it's going to ruin the flow of the game, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think the Rising Stars game, you know, it's, it's great for the league, man. It's great for the players. It's just kind of... It's great to showcase their Yeah, exactly. It's great for them to get, get get themselves out of the world, you know, kind of perform in front of the front of all the eyes, you know? Yeah, I was excited to see all these young players get a shot to, like, kind of represent, like, what kind of players they were and showcase their talents, especially how they might not be able to get to do that with their own teams as, as they're still rookies or either second-year players. I think that was... That was a really, really exciting to see. Was this on the same day as a celebrity game? Yes, this was, this was on that Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, moving on to the NBA Skills Challenge. I believe that was on Saturday. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, what can we say? A about little that? bit underwhelmed. You I know mean, me. I've I've never been a big fan of the Skills Challenge. I mean, I think all the they like pass it through a little hole. Like anyone can do that, bro. And this like, year's, that's just not that hard. This year's Skills Challenge was like no other, and I'm not saying that in a positive way. <laughs> this might have been the most boring skills challenge I've seen in a long time. Indeed. Just yeah. because of the, the Utah Jazz coming out on top and winning the skills challenge after you can visibly see they weren't trying. But due to the format of the skills challenge, they ended yeah. up winning the whole thing. That was, was just a little bias. Yeah, yeah, la- last year, wasn't it players? I think it was a bonus one last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that. I honestly, I, I mean, I like that the NBA is trying new things, but just – I hope they don't do this again. This was just not it. Yeah, they got to fix something. Yeah. yeah. 
Alright, now we're going to talk about the three-point contest. And for me, I mean, this was really exciting. It was, it was great to see people, you know, knocking down shots, just shot after shot after shot. And some surprising names also. I mean, what do you think about this, JB? Man, I was impressed with the Tyree Taliburn shooting ability, mm -hmm. especially knowing he doesn't have the prettiest shot form. I mean, he got a 31 in the first round. Not many not many guys out there in the three-point contest got 30s. And it was disappointing to see him not do so well in the second round of three-point contest, but his first round was impressive to me. Yeah, I mean... Dame coming out on top, that, that was a great thing to see. I mean, he's a vet. He's been around for a while. Uh, was this his first time? Is it? Um, uh, I don't believe so. I, mean, I don't believe so. He's done it a couple times but before. Either way, seeing Dame, seeing the NBA letting Dame wear his uh, Weber, his uh, college jersey mm -hmm. with the name Dollar on the back yeah. uh, was really was really cool. The NBA as, like, they've been known to not let players do some things and they'd uh, been, been known to let players yeah. do things as well. I'm glad they let Dame wear that jersey. I, I want to see one with Steph, bro. But like, I mean, I know he's injured, but like, or even Clay or some some of those guys. Like, I didn't I didn't have any big big names other than Dame that I thought when I see their name, I think of a three point shooter. I think it was kind of cool that Julius Randle participated in it. You know, not not the typical guy you see in the three point contest, but you know, I think he he, he held his own. I, I mean, think the three point contest made up for the skills challenge. Yeah, I mean. You say it was cool to see Julius Randle being three point contest, but I don't really, I don't really agree with that. I mean, I thought Julius Randle he did he didn't perform that well. I think he got he probably got around an eleven score. It was just not fun to see not fun to see him shoot because like you kind of knew that he didn't even have a chance at winning, and you could visibly see that when he was shooting. I mean, he just had a disappointing disappointing performance. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know, it's about yeah, yeah it's yeah. about like you know in inclusive inclusivity. <laughs> inclusiveness, I think you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inclusiveness. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all right, and moving on to the dunk contest, what did y'all think about how that went? I mean, I thought this blew everything else out of the water. This is, It could have just been this event, and I would have been happy. I mean, some people have been hating on the last year, past years, but this year really I thought was a great year, except for Jericho Sims. I, I, don't, well, I don't even know what that guy was doing. Yeah, and as a big NBA fan, I'm so excited to see the dunk contest back. And honestly, going into the dunk contest, I did not see Mac McClung being named as the savior of the dunk contest. Me I mean, neither, man. All over social media after <laughs> his, he? he's like 6'2", I believe. But mm. being a 6'2 dunker is not easy, and especially like just like competing against all these 6'8", six, 6'5", six, athletes. I mean, it's tough out there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, it's just the dunks he had. I the mean, first dunk he did, he jumped over someone, pinned the ball to the backboard, put it behind his back. I don't think I mean, people know how, how much athleticism that takes. I know, and him just, being 6'2", going up against guys that are almost foot taller than that's, yeah. that's really impressive to me. And, I mean, he's not really known for his, his basketball skills. I mean, he, he kind of just blew up because of this. And, you know, he's going he's going viral on the yeah. internet. And he and even stuff. signed with Puma. Exactly. I mean, media. this I mean, is really great for him, I think, as, as a per, on a personal level, this really, just for his, his – his kind of exactly, reputation. Exactly. His career, his career really blew up from this. I mean, being in the G League, I think just not, just signed with the Sixers. The mm -hmm. two-way contract, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, Jericho Sims, like, yeah, he, I don't I even mean, know what he was doing. Come he on, did the Jericho. Same dunk two times in a row. Yeah, you did the same dunk, and you tried to do the dunk of an icon in Vince Carter, an icon, iconic dunker, and it just it didn't work out for you, man. I hope maybe you can get another shot at the dunk contest, but after this year's performance, I don't know if you'll get it, man. I don't know. Who else was in it? Um, who else? Oh, that one guy. The other guy had a tough dunk where he, he went from one side of the rim, 
They went over and came oh, back. Oh, who around. was the guy that uh was in the final with uh with McClung? It was him and uh, what's it? What was his name? KJ Martin. Name? KJ Martin from the Houston oh, Rockets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a great performance. I mean, with his dad, his dad, of course. I mean, uh, Martin Sr., I mean, he was an amazing dunker himself. I mean, you think of dunk contests, think of 2020, 2016. Those were great years. I mean, the past oh. two have been a little mid. But, I mean, this one, <laughs> I think I think it just set the bar for years to come. And, of course, I mean, nothing – I don't think no dunk, no dunk contest can ever relate to the ones uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon had. Oh, my. That was yeah, just, those are just oh iconic, legendary legendary dunk contests. And that will be forever. I'm right. glad this dunk contest was something to something. – to remember, yeah. yeah. To remember, yeah, yeah. All right, and then um, moving on to the All Star Draft. I mean, honestly, I look he liked how it was before. How they, like not right before the game they had an, not right before the game drafting. I think I liked better the day before drafting the teams. I kind of like then, it. Kind of adds some more drama, you know, like with them drafting the players in front of everybody. Yeah, and I like, agree. Like then it's it's more personal, you know, and it's in front of everyone. I mean, it's a little bit different than when it's just the two captains picking the other there on the on the screen. But I mean, I could see both ways. But I li- I like this way. And did you see when Giannis tried to pick Ja, who wasn't even a starter. Yeah, first yeah, pick? yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, now moving on to the, to the actual game. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, it, it's it's expected that they're not gonna like try their best. You know, they're not gonna go all out. But there was like. There was no defense. I mean, they they were just not. Honestly, they, they all look like James Harden out there. Man. I wouldn't think I would say this, but the All Star game, the main event of the weekend, was honestly one of the biggest disappointments of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing seeing um, them go from the All Star game right after Legend Kobe Bryant's death, and how they played in that game with all the intensity and defense, and just the the care they showed in the game, and then going to this, I mean, it's just it was not an exciting game to watch. Yeah. Of course, they put up uh, two hundred points. I mean. Well, yeah, yeah, um, but like, I mean, she wasn't fun to watch. I can understand them not wanting to get injured for their own safety, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. I mean, when it's like this, like the NFL even made changes to exactly. this because people weren't trying, so they made it a flag football game. I don't know really what the NPA could change, but the the NFL figured out how to make it more entertaining. And at this point, it's just like no one's even trying, and they're just jacking up threes. Like, I mean, I at the end. It was like a 15-point game, and then Team LeBron was coming back a little bit. That would have been interesting. But at the end of the day, Giannis just came back. And Jason Tatum, he popped off, dropped 55, the record for the All-Star game. Yeah, that was fun to watch. I mean, he was electric out there. And, Noah, I know you brought up that fact on NBA players not wanting to get hurt. But I I saw this this tweet on on, uh, Twitter saying that NBA players, they say they don't want to get injured. But in the summer, when they're playing, when they're playing five-on-five runs against NBA players, you can see them physically going hard and going, going almost at a hundred percent. And so they say they don't want to get hurt. But in the summertime, when they're playing runs against fellow NBA players, they're trying their best. Like yeah. that doesn't really make sense. They're kind of being hypocritical at that point, you know. Yeah. Part part of the reason I think they do that is kind of just like to look kind of cool. Like oh yeah. oh, I can I can go drain a three. I don't need to play defense. I'm part of the All Star game. I exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like good. I'm I'm better than all y'all, man. Overall. I'd say the All-Star weekend, it was a fun weekend to watch. I'd give it a B. I'd give it a, a, I'd B? Give it a B. I'd yeah. give it an A-. minus. I mean, I still think it was fun. And it was like, it's right in the middle of the season. It was a nice break for all the athletes mm-hmm. working hard. They get a nice little break. And now they're back to work again. But, I mean, overall, I think it was entertaining. I think some parts could have been better. Some parts were really good. But overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I would give it a B plus. I think it was 
it was solid. It was just a little inconsistent, you know. I think they they got a couple things to kind of fix, kind of change, and I think it'll be better in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love to see it, man. Great weekend. All right, and that wraps up episode three of Be- of Beyond the Brink. I'm your host JB, and you'll see us next time on Beyond, Beyond the, the Brink. Brink.